Legends are timeless. Myths hold truth. Through the centuries, lessons were passed from elder to child in stories. Stories that gave insight into humanity and life lessons. Welcome to Modern Myths and Legends, where the tools of this world give you the tools for your world. Jane was by nature a tidy person. She was by no means a neat freak, but she did like to see the floor occasionally. Jane's husband Paul never seemed to notice when their apartment transitioned from messy to bombsite. What he did notice was a steady stream of nagging, gradually increasing until the apartment was magically restored to order from chaos. Actually, it wasn't magic. It was usually Jane. She'd eventually tire of the mess and, in her fury at Paul's lack of care and domestic deafness, would clean. This pattern continued for the first three years of their married life. The busy nature of their lives meant that Paul found more excuses to not tidy up. It also meant that Jane had even less time to clean. Their small apartment, with its modern furniture and wooden floorboards, began to gather dust. Worse than dust. There began a steady increase in the presence of dust bunnies. For those of you who are too neat to have ever come across this phenomenon, dust bunnies are the spinifex of the urban plains. They're the dust balls held together by fallen pet or housemate hair that meander lazily through city dwellings. They congregate under beds and tables. They roam the plains of hard-surfaced and carpeted domiciles. Jane began to notice an increase in the number of dust bunnies in their apartment. At first she nagged Paul. It didn't work. But this time she wouldn't give in. Jane wanted to see just how long it would take Paul to notice the mess and clean. Jane changed tact. As the dust bunnies grew in size, she began to name them. Look, Paul, there goes Bruce. I'd say he's two centimetres bigger than he was yesterday at breakfast. Paul would grunt and nod in a feigned acknowledgement that he'd heard her. Over time, the dust bunny named Bruce did indeed grow, and grow steadily. At the six-month mark, Bruce was the size of a small child. Jane continued to acknowledge the dust bunny's presence. Oh, look, Paul. Bruce is almost big enough to play PlayStation with you, she'd beam. Paul noted his wife's strange interactions, but did not see it as a motivator for cleaning up. It seemed that the dust bunnies were fewer in number. But they were not decreasing. They were combining. One Thursday evening, Paul returned from work to a surprising sight. There, seated on his side of the couch, balancing a beer and the controller of his PS4, was a man-sized dust bunny. Jane wandered in from the kitchen with a huge bowl of nachos and sat it next to it. Jane, there's a... There's a, a dust bunny on the couch. She didn't bother to look up. Uh-huh, she grunted. Uh, a person-sized dust bunny 
Drinking beer, he stammered. D drinking my beer. Paul, don't be rude. Bruce has been living with us for over a year now. Paul was stunned. Bruce raised his beer can in salute. In fact, Bruce has been super helpful around the flat. Paul's jaw dropped. I wouldn't be surprised if some of his mates move in either. Jane nodded at a new collection of small dust bunnies residing under the dining table and chairs. Paul darted to the kitchen and seized a broom. No way was he going to share his beer. And from that day forward, their home was dust bunny free. And the moral of the story? When asked to clean up, just do it. is written, recorded and voiced by Suze Mauer in front of a live audience of domestic cats. Incidental sound effects, music effects and the loop used as the show's theme song is provided by GarageBand. Dust Bunny Serenade is written and performed on the by Suze Mauer. <laughs>